The Edinburgh Football Podcast is brought to you in association with Nicholson Joinery Limited. Hello and welcome to the Edinburgh Football Podcast, the podcast specialising in Edinburgh football. From the Premiership to the Low League, we've got it covered. Callum, how are we doing this week? Uh, good mate, good. Aye, um, after... An interesting weekend, we've had some great results, so aye, uh, aye delighted, delighted uh, to be on again. So uh, what about yourself mate? Yeah, doing very well, thank you. It's um, good to be back after, a, like you say, a, a ropey... An interesting some, weekend. An interesting weekend, yeah, mixed results and again mixed results midweek, but it's good good talking points in there. So, Callum, the agenda tonight, we'll go Edinburgh City, we'll speak Hibs Hearts and then we'll go to the Lone League. That's tonight's agenda. So Callum, like I said... We'll start with Edinburgh City, and it was a uh, they're in a good place right now. Actually, it's, it's a, a great win. It's, it's a really a good away win. win, Callum. It's actually three league wins in a row after that yeah. heavy league defeat op- on the opening day against Cove. You know they now find themselves second place, one point off Cove. It, it's a, they're in a good just, place. Ah, they're just answering critics. I think um, there was no way that City were going to Malaise this year. I think they'd signed very well, retained very well. So. It was always going to be a tough one for them this year to try and replicate the form of last year. The start that they had it was just phenomenal. But for me, for them to be where they are already and sort of under the radar, because everyone's talking about cold, etc. So it's, yeah, it's a good place for them to be. And, you know, that is a great one at the weekend. I think you've hit the nail on the head. You've, you've taken the words out of my mouth there. Absolutely, they can go under the radar this season, and I think it's going to put them in really good stead. I think, as like we said, if they can, if Cove can just take all the headlines, all the headlines, but Embrace City are just finding themselves with maybe a, a result or two within yeah. them, then I think they'll. If that's the case, I think they'll be right up there. If they don't win it, they'll be second. But I, if they can stay within that in that touching I mean, distance, the thing is, be another year older in the playoffs, etc. So mm. they would know know what to expect but um, the character that they've displayed in coming from behind at Ockleview coming back for a result um, in a game which I think was pretty much littered with chances at either mm. end judging by the highlights but it's you know it's impressive for them to to bounce back and just having lost in the league uh, cup or the oh, the sorry, tonics, that, yeah, yeah. Aye, the, I was about to say the Andrew but it's not that, aye, the tonics um, it's just, yeah, really, really good to see them bounce back and get that win. I think we spoke about, actually, this league, that home form... It was actually in the podcast last week. Mm-hmm. We spoke about the, the home form would be key in this league, uh, but it would be the teams that can maybe pick up these results on the road or be right, push themselves right up there. And Emirates have gone through to, let's be honest, a playoff rival, a team that have come down from, from the the league above. Um, they've got players that have played a, a higher level, you know, Graham Smith, the goalkeeper, for example, to name, to name but one, but... You know that that is for me a little mini statement win that you know yeah. scored three goals away from home against a playoff rival. That is going to just continue to give confidence right through the squad. And I think what and coming back from behind as well, yeah. like you said there. What for me is very important is you've got Shepard coming on, making a difference. You've got Henderson back in amongst the goals. You've got just intelligent play. I mean the first the the equaliser. Um, it's a great ball in keeper has to make a save but you know you could see 
other players maybe just going for a goal but Harris has the know-how he just knocks that across goal and Henderson bit of a tap in um, the quality of the seconds you've got Lairdy we talk about his passing we talk about everything other than his goal scoring exploits uh, week on week but oh my god he takes that just with that you know, I'm sure he could reel off. You know, I learnt that off Nicholas Anelka or something like that <laughs> from his city days. But I mean, tells Henderson to back off, one touch and just whips it around the keeper. There's that, there's not many criticisms you could have had with Mark Laird in a an Edinburgh City shirt. You know, he was when he came in, um, what, player of the month almost instantly. He came in that season, yeah. You know, back in 2016-17, he comes in and he wins the player of the month pretty much in his first month at the club you know and it didn't take very long there's another another player month for Ember City about two months after you know no names <laughs> but if there was one I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say <laughs> your name on the button like, no, no. but there's, uh, there's who, who won that's a pub quiz question who won December yeah. 2016's player of the month in League 2 <laughs> but um if there was one criticism of Mark Laird, he probably doesn't add, doesn't have enough goals uh, from midfield. I mean, but he, is, he is getting on a bit, so maybe the legs are going. The legs know, are going. Moans about his calf, etc. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> so his hips even. Um, but it's that balance now. You know, we spoke about this at the start of the season. It, it wasn't. I'm not saying Ember State were playing weaker players, but I just mean they had a team they were back four they were comfortable with last season. You know, Thompson, Balotoni, Liam Henderson. Yeah, I know they're playing Crane at left back now, but it's, it's a natural left back. McIntyre mm-hmm. as well can obviously play. Oh, McIntyre's McIntyre's been very impressive yeah, this month. Of course he has. A bit further forward and, but you've got you know a goalkeeper no. used to centre half. So you had suspensions with, with Thompson, and then you had obviously Henderson gets a red card, doesn't he? And Mantle then as well. yeah, and then you have it just chop and change. I just think there's balance in that squad now in that in that in that team. Yeah, and I think um, guys yeah. like Alec Harris have hit the ground running. Yeah. Really, they're really really showing that. You know the sort of time where his career perhaps might have stagnated. He's you know hitting the ground running here. Really and, you know I'd, I'd, he'll probably have ambitions of playing at a higher level, but he mm-hmm. needs to prove that he can do it. And you know it's a great sort of move for both parties. You know him playing really well and City reaping the benefits of that. Agreed, agreed. Okay, Cam, this weekend doesn't really get any easier. You know, in terms of a journey, it's, that point makes it one of the harder things. You know, the long journey up the road there to to Elgin, uh, sitting on a bus for you know th- over three hours there, so that, that does make it a challenge in itself. But Elgin yet to win in the league since the opening day, where they beat Cowdenbeath three uh, 0 at home. I think Cowdenbeath had a red card in that game as well. So since then, two draws and a loss. Uh, actually, in the, their defeat was to Steny at home one yeah, nil. I was so. Say. This will be tough, and I always say Elgin is always a tough game, especially up pitch there. Pitch isn't brilliant. Pitch isn't isn't usually maybe great. I don't know what condition it is this season. Last season it was some terrible nick, but it's always going to be tough because you've got Shane Sutherland up there for me, one of the top strikers yeah. at, at, at that level. So yeah. and they've also got good players around there as well. You know, think, other good players, Cameron I think, and Hills, Heston as well. It's a, I think they need to sort of put lay some uh, ghost to rest from last season where. Mm. Elgin wasn't the the happy hunting ground and I think they were 2 0 down, get back to three two and right. concede in such dramatic fashion. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think they need to go up there and, you know, show you know, just get a wee result up there. Mm-hmm. You know, something that they can come back down their own and be, I am happy that we got that. Whether it is a point or or three, but it goes into the column must not lose for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I'd probably agree with you. I think if you're saying that you've got Steny and Elgin away, your next two league games, two away games, two tough ones. Steny difficult mm. because of the, I want to say it, Astro, but it, every Astro's different. Spartans Astro's entirely different to yeah. other Astro's. But what I mean is you're going away from home against a, a playoff rival, um, a team that trains on it twice a week, plays on it, etc. Uh, and then obviously going up the road to, to Elgin as well. Two really tough away games. Uh, to come in with four points there, I think that would be a, a really good... Uh, Return, yeah, yeah, return, yeah, yeah absolutely. 100%. To go away from home and win at Steny again, though, there is no reason why they can't go up to Elgin and pick up all three as well. Exactly, but that. I, I agree with you. I think it's a, a must not lose, yeah, just to keep in touch with Cove and perhaps uh, maybe surpass them. Well, correct, correct. Okay, Cal, moving on to Hibs and Hearts. I think you know, if we're honest, we're just going to probably have these as one umbrella. Hibs and Hearts There's a uh, lot of, lot of discontent because, in the capital absolutely with the two um, premier clubs really it's yeah I don't think I don't think there's happiness in either in either camp really it's it's more the the tittle tattle is not about how how much better you know one side is it's oh Christ at least one not as bad as that um, mm. you know it's yeah, it's not been encouraging starts to the season for either side. No, no, it hasn't. You know, I think if we gloss over uh, the Hibs game on on Saturday, Callum, you were obviously there, and um, you were quite content, I think, at times on Saturday. For, for me, I think look, sports scene can stitch up a team to play along with their narrative, mm. and Mikey Stewart comes out with the inevitable Austin Johnson dominated ninety minutes, and I went. Right, watch the highlights and see how many clips that Johnston had in the first half and tell me they dominated that. Mm. And there's one cross ball that goes nowhere. I'm like, yep, they definitely dominated that. <laughs> so for me, St Johnston were absolutely rank rotten for 45 minutes. Came out the second half, different team. Tommy Wright had clearly absolutely put the boot up them. And yeah, they got back into the game. But I think decision-making at times for Hibs, the wrong... well. The pass was poor. It was the right ball, but the pass was poor. Horgan couldn't find Vela in a good position. It was a simple ball. Middleton couldn't find Camberry. It was just a chip over the top. He puts too much on it. And then Horgan, with Middleton running through, doesn't put enough onto it. So it's... This is my point, though, Kangle. People are pointing the finger already at Heckenbottom. We're what, three, three league games in, Cal. So if you're saying, if you're watching the game and it's overhit passes, underhit passes, wrong decision, that can't be Heckenbottom's fault. Uh, no. But what I would say no. though, Cal, is with maybe when we go, when we, we retake the lead, it's two one. Is that where Heckenbottom maybe let himself down? Did St Johnson do anything different to to counteract him? Because I mean, that that's that would lie at Heckenbottom's door if something happened in that in that for me, instance. For me, I'm looking at it in St Johnston team that they had. The two guys that I'm looking at as threats are your two wingers, O'Halloran and Kennedy, and you know. Glenn Middleton had the Saints right back on absolute toast all game. Mm. Goes past them at will. But O'Halloran, Christ almighty, him and Nathan Austin in a race. We'd <laughs> like to see the winner. But he 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 was doubling up with uh, the Saints right back who I cannot remember his name. But that that was just helping them out. And he had the pace to then get forward. O'Halloran mm. was brilliant on mm. on Saturday. But I think Look, St Johnston, a lot of knocking on the door chat, but I mean it was shots from sort of outside the box. It wasn't 
really Marciano having so many saves to make. You look at the two goals Hibs conceded. I think the first one is Paul Hanlon, just very soft, very poor. He gets bullied off Chris Kane. Uh, how, long, then, how long have we been saying that? Oh, no, I know Paul Hanlon's been poor for about a year, 18 months now. Uh, yeah. So your, your main centre-half's doing that. And it's Marciano and the goals. He had a very bad day on Saturday. I don't know where his head was, but... First goal's a shocker, First goal, I mean, me, he's, he's, he's anticipating the ball across and, I mean, the dive is just so pathetic. But what I don't get, though, Calm. it's funny because last season, I think we were at one or two Hibs games together and we really praised, and on the podcast we praised as well, Marciano's standing up, not yeah, committing, I, staying big. The I things mean, we praised him, but I, yeah, a couple of months on, he's changing I now. sit there and say he's the best keeper in Scotland. On it, yeah. On his, and then, Christ almighty, <laughs> look, he, he, he loves rubbing that in my face. But, <laughs> you know, the second goal, is it offside? Perhaps, but Hibs, don't, def- Hibs, Hibs don't defend it well enough. So I yeah. don't begrudge the fact that St Johnston got a point. I think that they were thoroughly, thoroughly deserving of a point on Saturday. But the thing is, I have never heard a reaction to a substitution mm-hmm. like that. I mean, it was absolute poison in the air at Easter Road for Scott Allen to be substituted. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, 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 I was I, trying yeah. to I was trying to compare it Sorry. to booing that I'd heard, and the only thing that I think comes close is when Scotland play England and you boo God save the Queen. <laughs> you know, that's the only thing that I could compare yeah. it to. I mean, I, I've listened to the radio, Calm, and. Um, <laughs> on the way back from the Scotland Rugby game, actually, and uh, they didn't do that. No, they didn't do that. But what was saying, what was saying is, it was uh, it went to Easter Road. It was like, oh, there's a substitution at Easter Road, and I could tell Scott Allen was coming off yeah. because of the reaction. I mean, the through. thing is, if Scott Allen was playing centre mid and putting the performance that he did on Saturday, I don't think there would have been as many boos. But the thing is with Hibs now, it's you know, on this podcast. Since we came back this season, I have slated Christian Dodge, I have slated Josh Vailer, but I'll be honest, I think Christian Dodge is putting a lot of work. I think he put in his best performance in a Hibs jersey. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed. I think Vela is also getting there a little bit. So the two of them, I'm like, after having written them off completely, I am now willing to give them a little bit more time, extend that rope, but it's Paul Hanlon. Louis Stevenson wasn't fully fit. Stevie Mallon, yet again, absolutely anonymous. I could do what he does in 90 minutes in the middle of the park. Just jog to the corner flag and take a corner. Pretty much. I mean, he doesn't even take all the corners nowadays. I think the thing with Dodge, I think maybe Hibs fans need to realise, I'm not necessarily sure he's been signed as a goal scorer. I think, you know, I know he's got a decent goal scoring record at certain teams, but I look at what he's contributed so far, Calm. I see the assist for Allen. I see a couple of knockdowns, which Canberry's been unlucky with being called wrongly offside. I think maybe that's what maybe Hibs have signed Dodge for, someone that can just harry and hassle set and half, but I'm not sure in that camera. I don't want to go on it too much. The only thing I would say, another maybe thing that points at Heckenbottom's door at the moment is... The comments too much. after the game. The comments aren't great. Get, I mean, try to get on the fans back Aye. but uh, it is this lack of consistency the, the chopping and changing I mean Scott he Allen's, doesn't know his best team yeah absolutely so and we're speaking about managers too early to even question Heckenbottom no I mean questions can certainly be asked I, I'm not in the Heckenbottom out camp yet but I think he needs to find out his best team quickly uh, he needs to put round round pegs and round holes 
and you know he needs to be brave enough to drop certain players. Mm. The, the last, sorry, this is the last point, Calm, because we spoke about it actually over the weekend. Was uh, certain players completely can can have an absolute shocker? Nothing's mentioned. Whereas some actually have decent games, but if they do the slightest oh, thing wrong, it's it's, it's absolutely disgraceful the way some Hibs players are treated by fans. I mean, Louis Stevenson can do absolutely no wrong. Scott Allen can do absolutely no wrong. Now, Stevie Mallon. Now, yes, I'm saying he was anonymous, but I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt from in the first minute. But it's like, Christ almighty, if he's not zinging a ball into the top bin from 80 yards, then people are on his back. Stevie Whitaker came on, and two guys in front of me just instantly, oh, Whitaker, you're this, you're that. I'm like, I mean, ah, he's got absolutely no pace nowadays, but he is a solid performer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like I'm 100% in the Stevie Whitaker fan club yeah. it was exactly the same with Stephen Glass <laughs> and I'm no having this again <laughs> sorry my very last point though Jesus Christ right we actually signed the player oh Big Halberg last sorry Friday, yes so uh, you were nice you were very excited about his uh, highlight reel on YouTube but as I said you could make a Stevie Mallon highlight reel and he'd be a three million pound player. You see him in the flesh and he's thirty quid. <laughs> Fair enough. But we'll see that pans out. A midfielder. Um hopefully he can play on the right so we can move Scott, Scott Allen at the centre. <laughs> okay, moving on to Hearts then, Calm, we said to do them both together. Um if we speak first about the weekend's game there, let's be honest, we did say it was a free hit. Um Connor Washington <sighs> gets in the, on the on the goals on the Score sheet I mean, again. That, so that goal is vital. That goal is absolutely vital to make sure that Hearts don't face a week at the bottom mm-hmm. after three games. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know what it is about Craig Levine and going past Heart Hill Services and just absolutely naming the changes nappy because <laughs> it's embarrassing. You know, yeah, oh, Hearts have Hearts have lost at Parkhead under Levine. Oh, I well, that's a surprise. That attitude. Like, I mean, there are a bunch... Uh, where are clues from? Romania, mm-hmm. right? A bunch of Romanians went there and scored four goals, yeah. right? Papped them at the Champions League. Have a go at them, you know? And oh, the defending for some of the goals, again, is absolutely brutal. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not a good place right now, is it? But I think... I think a lot of it is down to, to let's be honest, is is the fans, is the fans, discontent at this moment in time with, with Craig Levine, and I think it, I think it really is, just flowing right through, in, into their, love and passion of of the team, um. Of course, I mean, let's be I honest. Just... Everyone, everyone wants to see their team do well. Of course they do, and I think Hearts fans would accept if, go through a. Parkheads, you know, there's a set game plan, a set style of play. Hearts give it a right good goal, and then if they lose on the day, I mean, you're you're obviously still not happy, but you're like, to be fair, we gave them a right good goal in the day. We didn't they just sit up and accept like a one nil or something like that? Mm. But I mean, here's here's one for you, right? So Christoph Berra in the start that Hearts had last season, ten games, you know. Fantastic flying top of the league. Christoph Berra played two of those ten games. Right? Hearts were flying. Hearts have now gone ten games in the league without a win. 
Christoph Berra has played every single one of them. Mm. Now, I know John Shooter's been unlucky with an injury there, but for me... That's alarming, actually. That, that says that it's Craig Halkett and it's John Shooter as your starting centre-half pairing, and Christoph Berra is maybe just, you know... I mean, I'm not... I, mean, I don't think anyone... Is, I don't think any Hearts fan could, could argue with that. Without that stat... I mean, that's... <laughs> that's the th- I mean, if I spend too much time in the day at work. <laughs> no fair play. Don't that, say that. My boss listens to this. <laughs> um, no, so f- for me, I actually picked it up off the BBC, but that that's massive. You know, the start that Hearts had last year, Berra wasn't involved at all. The, this run they're on, he's playing week in, week out. And, you know, for all the good that Craig Halkett does, I mean, that first goal, Christoph Berra, is just. Listen, Chris Albert has had a really I think, good... I mean, the thing is, I'm, lump, career, I'm, actually, lumping, I'm lumping Hanlon and Berra in... But I actually feel, do you not almost feel like, almost like sorry for the guy a little bit. What I mean is, like he's having to play week in, week out. He probably... Well, he still feels fit. I mean, yeah, what but, is he, 33? But, but at the same time, you're probably thinking, he probably knows that, that Suter and Halkett, they probably are yeah. the future, and he's having to play week in, week out. And let's be honest, he's he's going to know himself that, yeah. that, that, that he can't buy him in... The now and he probably knows. I mean, we see it. Let's be honest. That he, he's hurting. He's 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 a Hearts fan, you know. So of I mean, course he's, he he's not going to be. But what I mean is, we see it. We see the teams. We we see teams attacking that side because they know he's not got a lack of pace. Yeah. And he no, he, he does have a lack of pace. Yeah, he does. Like, yeah. With, with a lack of pace, you're not telling me that he he doesn't feel that as well. Of course, I'm but not. I mean, he's a season pro, so I mean, he's, but like for me, I think guys like Berra and Hanlon, who are absolute stalwarts. You know, eighteen months ago, mm. uh, two years, um, first names on the team sheet for both Edinburgh clubs. Now you're looking at them and like get them both out of the team as quickly as possible. S- sometimes you just need taken out the limelight for a little bit. Yeah, you just need taken out the firing range. You just need to step step back a little bit. That that's what I mean. He's probably thinking right. Halkett's been signed. I'll probably just have to come in when required. You know, play play when needed. Give other boys a rest. But now he's having to be relied upon because mm. of the suitor injury, and that, that that's what I meant by by those comments. He's yeah, probably no, no. you'll be feeling it. You'll I be feeling it. But I mean, I'm I'm looking at it. And but injuries, Calm. That's my point. Injuries. I mean, what is going on at Rickerton at this moment in time? Because something can't be right. Oh, I know. Pereira's Pereira's pulled up there. Be right. You know, Michael Smith, Pereira, two players that started on Sunday, and both are injured. Well, Michael Smith went off injured on Sunday. Yeah, but yeah. they played played Sunday. One goes off injured. Pereira. Oh, right, following sorry. that is often just so two players from Sunday so there's two players out of the, the fold from Sunday's game you know you've got Suter in there you just the list is it's, it's endless I know um, apparently Pereira it's only going to be a couple of weeks he's back at Manchester United hopefully you know it's not it's not bad injury and but this has been going for some time as well yeah I mean realistically we made jokes about Jamie Walker's injury, not the fact that he got injured, more the fact that people were trying to blame uh, Rickerton for it. But <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Naismith's got a tight, tight hamstring. Mm. He's not been seen. <laughs> he's not been seen, so it can't just be a tight hamstring. But for some reason, he's in the Scotland squad, which I, which I don't understand. I don't agree with that. But by the by, yeah, I mean to say that maybe Griffiths isn't ready to play, but Naismith. Oh, but that was more Celtic's decision. I don't know this, but anyway. Uh, you know, Naismith have been seen Walker injury, Suter injury. I mean, probably more than this top of my head. Pereira, uh, Michael Smith. You know, the list. They kind of go bare bones. I don't. I mean, I was going to say, where's where's your point but the, coming? But where's the, your point coming? Yeah, here? but the, 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 
it's going to be soon. They're going to be right down the bare bones here. Well, yes and no, because I will say no because Hearts have thirty five players on the books. <laughs> now, yeah, that's a lot. That's a big squad. Mm. So I mean, considering you look at rules, and I know obviously, but I mean they're in Europa League. They're running a squad of twenty one, and that's. To, feel that's like, to combat Europa League and Premier League. So, <laughs> but I mean, Hearts have a squad of thirty-five. So for me, I think there's a lot of there's either a lot of dross in there or a lot of boys like hiding behind people because mm. that's that's a lot of bodies. Yeah. Okay, Levine. Um, now I know because you spoke to me before here, Callum. You've got you've got an, an oh, interesting no, eh? that I mean, Learn do from you Fraser think? Donaldson. Yeah. Do, do, do you think? Uh, Hearts really deep down Levine himself is he out of contract next uh, yeah I, I believe oh, what the, I'm sh- I read, do you know what I read it I read it when his contract expires um, is it the end of the season I think it's the end of the season Aye. I think personally I think personally Calm. he said he knows he's just going to have a season as manager to give the time this is what I'm this is what I'm thinking to give them time to source the next man is coming. But I mean, that's, that is awful. That is that is so... That's taking every single season ticket holder, Foundation of Hearts donator, walk-up, Hearts fan in this country for granted. If you are sitting there and thinking, oh, well, I want a wee swan song as Hearts manager, so I'm just going to stay in the job for uh, the rest of the year while we get someone in because I don't give up about results. I, I don't care. I'm just going to sit here and do this. I think that is, if that's, if I mean, I don't think that is the case, but if there was even an iota that that was the truth, then that is shocking. But I just think that, you know... What is the point in waiting to find the right person? Get them in now. Get them in now. Because Hearts person? have a fantastic squad. Yeah. There is quality all throughout it. Now, I mean, you've got guys like Glenn Whelan that are now in the middle of the park. They are going to show up. But for me, if that, if there's any sort of, that is... Unbelievable. I think it is. I, 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 for, like, for, for, uh, I can see why you're saying that, but that is disgraceful to a heart support. Unless the person that we're, we're that they may have lined up. I mean, this is just obviously my own thought process. Uh, is the person they have lined I'm up? Reaching about that in a job. Perhaps maybe maybe they're conscious at the end of the season. Perhaps it makes more sense there. I'm just thinking because Carl, I'm thinking here because you're going to hit a stat here. Why you know we see the stats that I think um one of the Social media accounts there, the Hearts was I can't, or something I can't remember what it was. He's got, he's got, he's got a worse record than Cathro. He's got in the last, in the last thirty, in total. No, he doesn't. Um, but the last sixteen league games to compare to compare Hibs and Hearts, uh, Heckingbottom has only had sixteen league games. Hence why it's only the sixteen. So Heckingbottom's run seven wins, five draws, four defeats. Now you're looking at that like, I mean that's okay. I mean, to roughly fifty percent. Tra- to try and make excuses, the four defeats, two have come at Ibrox, one came at Rugby Park when Kilmarnock were good, and one was at home to Aberdeen. So teams that finish in the top four, okay, you look at Hearts. This is not pretty, right? Two wins, three draws, eleven defeats, six points. You know, nine points, but never mind. Nine points, nine points. I two. No counting the draws. No, two points. Um, nine points. Eleven, eleven defeats, mm-hmm. and I mean. Yeah, obviously Celtic have been in there, Rangers, but I mean 
Yeah, they're both in the top six. Bo- they- both both Hibs yeah. and Hearts had a shocking top six last year. Mm. Hibs had two draws, Hearts had one. You know, and the draw like Hearts draw was against Hibs. I mean, mm. the two of them just making up the numbers there. Yeah, the, the the reason why I'm just saying I'm thinking look, he has this season is out of contract. He moves upstairs to get someone in is because <laughs> of, of because of that calm. I just for for. I think the I, problem I, just persists though if he moves upstairs because it's not like nothing would change then. Because he would still have so much power at the club. I think Craig Levine literally needs to be removed from Hartman. And if he was as big a Hearts fan as he said he was, if he's as much a Hearts man as he tries to claim, he would walk away from this club. He would absolutely walk away from the club and put it in the hands of someone who could get the best out of the squad that he has assembled there. And for me, he's not that man. He's not that man and he needs to walk away. The last little point here, Calm, um, something I've... Is there something in this? I don't know, perhaps. But I've seen a pretty shocking cap on display on the sideline. Is this going to be the cap that's maybe handed to Tony Pulis? Tony Pulis, next gaffer with that cap on show. Oh, He's wearing well, it in for him. That, um, is, that is horrendous. Yeah, so, so this weekend. Yeah. Hibs travel through to Motherwell Calm. Uh, Hearts won there. Almost two weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, Hibs v. Uh, sorry. In a, Edinburgh v. North Yeah, this week. Yeah, it's you're right enough. Um, might have a good a good win last week, wasn't it? Over. Over Hamilton. Over Hamilton. Uh, this is gonna be tough for Hibs. Uh, yes and no, because. Yes. <laughs> yes is the answer. I, I don't know. I mean, well for me, a uh, very good. Uh, starting the League Cup I mean Celtic didn't have to get out of gear to put five past them I think I think they're definitely there for the taking but it all depends on what team Hibs put out what what uh, formation is played because the tinkering um, may have worked for Ranieri at Leicester but it's not working for Heckenbottom I think he needs to find a settled team he needs to know his best like he's if the thing is if he's signed too many bodies in one position that's his fault I know right oh my god I've signed eight central midfielders oh wait can I not play them all at once no alright he needs to find his best team and he needs to find it quickly Hmm. I'm trying to think I I just think Alan Alan has to play Alan Alan and Camberry have to be Central for me, Adam Jackson has cemented a starting place in this Hibs lineup at centre half. Mm. He's one hundred. You like him? Eh? You like him? Big yeah. fan of Adam Jackson. I like him. Um, Vela, Doy- I would go two up top because Dodge needs to play with someone next to him. So it's either I mean it's either something like a four one three two, or it's a four four two. But a four one th- a four one three two I think would work. Horgan, Middleton, Allen, Allen off Canberry, Vela Sin. I think that would work, but. Something sort of like a, sort of like a, almost like a diamond, but with, yeah. with those wide wide of the midfield actually further on pushing his yeah, wingers. I think I think something needs to give for Hibs, and mm. you know Heckenbottom needs to realise that he's got a squad that is this disposal here. There's big expectation at this club. If you can't handle it, then I mean you know where the door is. But you need to you need to be games like Motherwell away should be very very convincing Hibs wins. Um, Middleton so far shall I have to go back on him I've, I've obviously not seen um, him at all very good player yeah, very, good. Good, player. very yeah. good player very good player happy happy to see him for the rest of the season I'll be honest 
Hearts at home at Hamilton, it's, it's time it's Hearts meet Absolute must win. Yeah, it's about time Hearts meet this time Castle Fortress again, isn't it? Oh, I mean, I, I wouldn't even like say Fortress, but even like put up some sort of resistance to teams that are uh, visiting. You know, at least try and win points there. Mm. I think Hamilton, you know, for me, big positive is Connor Washington. You know, yes, he missed the penalty, but he fought, got the rebound, followed up. I was really impressed with match. Um, like, no, no, no. He is getting better. Mm-hmm. Uh, more game time so I, I do like the look of Washington they need Hearts need something this weekend a draw is not enough here um, a statement win would be brilliant even 3-0 would just be brilliant but I mean Hamilton are going to be looking to bounce back right oh, they, uh, no, but, no, that's, that's not good enough though I mean I, I think know, I think Hamilton are going to be looking to bounce back from the the Derby defeat that they suffered last week so I mean they're going to be right in the face. You know what the majority of their teams like. Danny McKinnon's just going to kick anything that moves. So the boy George Oakley up front is actually very good. I mean Hamilton were able to go up to Petodre last year and get a result. Last week. They are. I don't know. They're an up and down team. They always always seem to pull out a result when you least expect it. So mm. it's going to be tough for Hearts, but it should be very easy. Well, there's obviously personnel matters. Does uh, Zlamo come? Does no, Lamo, Doyle's playing. Does the, Doyle's Doyle's playing. Doyle come straight Doyle's in? Playing. They've got a right-back issue. Does Jamie Brandon just play right-back? So there's obviously personnel issues in there, but uh, I think you're right. Hearts have to make, have to put three points on the board this weekend mm-hmm. um, and, and make Tynecastle Fortress again. Mm-hmm. Right, Calm, the Lone League. Uh, both our sides have played two games, uh, Saturday and Tuesday, so uh, we've, been, we've been spoiled. Spoiled for choice. I know, eh? Although... It's been it's been mixed. It's, it's a very mixed bag. Mixed bag. So we'll start we'll start civil service here, Cal. It was two two with Gal last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, that's disappointing for that's me. That's not a great result. Eh? No, it's, it's not, not. It's not a great result. It's not a great result. I mean, let's not let's not beat around the bush here. Especially when you take the lead twice. Take the lead twice. Get pegged back twice. Um, for me, Gala they're not a great team. Stuffy. You know, I mean, I can imagine that they tried to like kill the game, but I mean, civil. Got to make the most of their home form, you know. Uh, I think they've conceded eight, eight goals in the league so far, you know, seven in two games. Hmm. You know, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. that's mental. You've, but I mean, to give Gala two goals, it's, it's not ideal. Mm, disappointing. I think it's well. Come on, it's actually four points in their two games that we'll speak about. Actually, really <laughs> good, but they've done it in the only round, but. <sighs> Okay. It's one of them, though, isn't it? It's, it's kind of like that three points there because because they won last night, and we'll speak about that. But those two, how important could those two points come at the end of the season? Exactly, exactly. I mean, the thing is, I think they're sitting well, and it's important that they bounce back last night as we all get on to because oh, I'm delighted. But uh, you know, it's frustrating. I was I was annoyed on Saturday night. Is that a mindset thing for you? Given you know, uh, I mean, we've scored, we've scored. Right, we're going to sit off. Is it? And they, and they let them come on to them. Well, maybe I mean, not want to kill the game a, off. It's a very hip thing to do, but I mean, <laughs> for the speaking of hip, for, for me, I, I know. Um, <laughs> but for me, is it? Is it perhaps? You know, we all know Gary Jardin's a very defensive. You know, he likes to make sure organized. Yeah, you know, organized. So I mean. Is it that they need to be more adventurous at home against Kim never mind, the lesser teams in, in the Lone League? Just sort of maybe go 
a wee bit more adventurous. You know, uh, maybe play two up top. You know, I know he might have sort of heart palpitations, <laughs> in that, but you know, play two up top and just go for it. And I, I'm not sure. I wasn't there on Saturday. Mm. I didn't see how the game unfolded, but coming away. It's disappointing. Yeah, it's disappointing. It, it, it would it would have been yeah. a, a, a hurting one, and I think, especially I think me, for me personally, uh, you know, if they'd gone two on behind and picked them back and come with two two go, I'm over behind. Well, uh, but to take lead twice, that that's yeah, going to be the uh, disappointing one. To, yeah. to let to let uh, Gala come back into but come to back last point. night. But to last night, Callum. What I mean, a result! I mean, there was a time there was a time when it was you know East Kilbride City one or East Kilbride Jardim one. It was that it was is, that you know and he's you know Forza Forza Stivo. The, oh, the, listen, the Atletico Madrid of the Lowland League have returned. Yeah, uh, that's uh, East Kilbride hate Gary Jardin. That that's there's no. I mean that 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 that's the most. I love it. Eh? That's the most Gary Jardin result you'll get, especially mm. through East Kilbride. You know to keep it nil nil for so long, and you know what? They made a little sub with about fifty minutes to go. Josh Morris comes on. A midfielder comes off. And just, he went for it. He went just for it. change, just change some level for slightly. A midfielder comes off. A striker goes on. Just changes the dimension, and what happens? Morris finds himself at the edge of the box. I think it's down. It takes it out of the sky. Pops a wee layoff. Morris what gets hit. it. What a, it should, good shot. I mean, Goal should do better. But, but I'm always going to say that. But uh, you know, but Alou in listen, the right place at the right time. But how important is that, Cam? How many times have you seen maybe? Thank a, Christ, he didn't have time to think about it. <laughs> Thank Christ, he literally just had to like hit it. Yeah. You know because. The amount of times that you see a loot and he'll, oh no, wait, what should I do? And he gets in his own head. Rumour has it he tried to one two off the post, trying to take the rest of the goal. <laughs> He's missing it. He tried to one two off the post. But, um, can't put No, rumour has it he went off to do night shift afterwards. <laughs> but that, uh, th- that, that'll please Gary more than anything. 1 0. I mean, that, I think, that's, that's bang No, I think, I think that's brilliant. I think, you know, Sean Turnbull ruled out, you know, so missing. The, the heart of the defence some key players been, missing you know still I mean we, t- we talk about the injuries but honestly what 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 a performance mm. like that is a fantastic result you know and like from being so annoyed that they didn't pick up three points against Gal to then seeing them smash East Kilbride and you know for all of last season smash them <laughs> <laughs> you can smash someone one nil. You can smash someone one nil. Don't don't give me this nonsense though. But for all of last season, East Kilbride had a wee bee in my bonnet. But you know, I've got a wee bee in my bonnet about another team now. So, but I'm just delighted. Yeah, I mean, few boys. To come to, obviously the, the elation of, of last night. It's it's a great win for for one of our, our sides to go through and pick up three points. Something that hasn't happened in in the last sort of few seasons. A team mm-hmm. go through there and picking up three points. At East Kilbride for the teams that we follow. Um, but I would still say just regarding regarding civil, um, not get too far ahead of yourself. You know, four points in those two games is really good, but you've done it the wrong way the wrong way around. It's all well and good going through East Kilbride and when the, when the, when your backs up against the wall, it's that big game. You've got uh, that mentality. Well, I mean, Tuesday night, you're not expected to pick anything. Tuesday night, a bit of a leveler. Yeah, of course. But what I mean is, everyone's against you. No one expects <laughs> you to get anything. So it's kind of almost that free the, hit. The, the underdog. Yeah. Mentality is fine, fine. but going into games as favourites, like they did against Gala, a hundred percent. I know what you're yeah. saying. I know what you're Absolutely. saying. They have to be the three points, mm-hmm. and you know anything that you pick up against your East Kilbrides etc. is a bonus. Mm-hmm. But what an absolute Brucey bonus it was. Yeah, fair playing. But as I said, you know, it, it's that ability to 
I bring up a player that, that Josh Morris, you know, at this level, he scored goals, you know, in, in the time that he's played there. To have him come off the bench and, and make a little difference, that's, that's, that's promising. That's good as, mm-hmm. as the season goes on. We're only five, five or six league games in. So to have that armoury in your, in, your, uh, in your locker is, uh, if that's even the right say, it's probably not, I'm sure that's what it's saying. Horrendous. <laughs> I think you've, you've tried to combine two. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, to have that at disposal to, to at least uh, contribute is good. And I think, did Downey come off the bench as well? Perhaps, I think he may have. Um, to, for him to... Today, Junior. Yeah, to be instrumental in, in the goal was uh, is promising. So, this Saturday... Big game. Another toughie. Yeah, Big you know, they're good at the road to, to Bet Rangers, a team that hadn't won in 16. But isn't it funny, you pick oh, up one win, another one follows... And another falls. The three in a row, Cam, and it's three clean sheets in a row. I think. I think mm-hmm. they beat Grange four 0 I think. Uh, to be fair, I don't know about the Newton Grange one. Two cup wins, two, one league win. Yeah. So. And away from home as well. Yeah, for me, I, I don't think that there should be anything to fear for civil service going down to Berwick. I think that um, they've taken a lot of time to settle at this level with the the Betfred, you know, affecting them massively, but. You know, I think let's be honest. I, th- I think th- I think they can go down there and pick something up. Uh, I think I think a similar display from from Tuesday night, and there's no reason why they can't. You know, set up, organise, have a game plan, and execute. That's yeah. key. I think I think it's important that they get the first goal. Mm-hmm. I think Berwick are very much a confident side. I know there's been games that they have maybe equalised well, the and conceded, but I just uh, think I mean, they're a young side. They're a young clean sheets in a row. Yeah. If that goes, mm-hmm. you know, civil score first five minutes. Mm-hmm. That's a. Yeah, I just think quite a young side, a team. I think will will react to situations in the game. I think if they score first, the tails up. They're feeling good about themselves. But if they concede first, they're kind of thinking, "Oh, here we go." Do you know what I mean? That kind mm-hmm. of a young side that maybe yeah. young mentality, not got that experience. And um, yeah, listen, I think there's no reason why they can't go down there. But I think actually, I think first goal's key in this game. Although you know, in most say games, that. in most games, first goal's key. <laughs> so aye. true. I think this more than any, but I might be proved wrong. But I just think this weekend very important that, that you yeah. take your chance when they come on. Okay, Cam, moving on to to Spartans. Well, they won at the weekend. Uh, I think they would be hoping that it'd been a lot more comfortable. I think yeah. uh, however Dawson, great goal great goal from Big Dawson you know we speak we're just it's speaking there what, great, a minute. great centre forward play Abs- and I think that's the big thing you know he's a big lad he's got his own strengths in terms of his height he, he, uh, he you works so, you hard you sort of look at him and you're thinking alright okay a big guy if you're comparing if a ball goes into the box in the air he's winning it but yeah, he's going to be useless with his feet but you know, good feet for a big man. Great mm. movement to get in front of the the defender and pops up a big goal because Spartans were toiling. Mm-hmm. Well, that moment you're probably thinking, "Oh, is anything going to come?" But fair play. Something we've noted. Something we've said. If you've got boys coming off the bench, they have to influence the game. And he done that. And I think you're bang on, Cam. He sort of holds his run, holds his run. But as the ball comes in, he attacks that front post. And and it's and like you say, it's a right good finish. I mean, I'm knowing Dawson and and trained with him. There's no way he's actually meant that. Uh, it won't have hit his shoe. It won't have hit his boot. Sorry, it's hit the shin pad without question. But that's the kind of striker he is. You know, that's the goals that he, that he, that he probably scores. It's things that hits his knee, hits his hits his shin. It comes off his comes off his head and he, off his ear and he claims it. That type of thing. Um, but sometimes that's what you need. Yeah, a little and bit of luck. 
Uh, absolutely. Absolutely, and I think. You, but you he's were, in the he's in the right place at the right time. Yeah, but I think, like I say, a guy coming off the bench to influence the game is key. Listen, I don't want to go on it too much about it. But it was a clean sheet. It was a win. It, a win that they expected, but it was an important. I mean, yeah, I'm sure would have liked a few more goals, but ah, yeah, one they'll one they'll do on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Three points in the bag, uh, and and they move on from that. They bank it and they move on, and. Um, Last night, obviously through through Celtic Alman, we, we we spoke about how Celtic. I, I, I do believe I'm going to put my, well, put my neck on the line here. Nail your colours to the mast. Yeah, I, I maybe go as far as saying I think Celtic are probably going to win almost every single league game at home this season. I think they do have that strength. I think if they were to, there's not going to be ne- many teams will go up there this season and draw or 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 win. If they do, then they've done an absolute. If they do, they've got. Gonna have to pay off the referee. <laughs> uh, it was always gonna be a tough game for Spartans. I uh, think so, yeah. You but, know they had. I mean, contributed to their own downfall. I think that's the. That's, I think that's it. Again, though, Cal. You know, we it's speak the long about... ball that Kelty do. Um, the the classic short, short, long. Uh, they suck you in. The thing and is, you over the top. Nathan Austin, phew, unbelievably quick. You know, he's he's absolutely ridiculous. Mm. Um, to be playing at this level, it's just it's almost like an unfair advantage. I think he should be playing with like his legs tied together or something <laughs> like that. But um, it's just they suck you in, don't they? They suck you in. They keep yeah. the ball, they keep you, and then they clip that one in behind, that, and then he uses pace. Um, but again, you know, we spoke about Civil going up there, Spartans up until that goal, chances, eh? they were right in the game and they and, started um, really well. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not wanting to say that, you know. Spartans deserve to win or anything but I mean, no. again it's 2-0 down looking like they're getting a wee bit of foothold in the game to get back into it and then a penalty is given that someone has seen that no one in the park has seen mm. you know because I, I don't understand how well I think it's the sort of linesman I don't think the referee was giving it Corbett boots the ball at the play the ball goes down penalty mm. and I think as well I think you know it's funny how if you were to ask uh, from from okay, I'll, I'll bore you. But from my own experience, okay, I, when I played East of Scotland Lowland League, if your defence gave away, you know, maybe four or five chances in a game, at that level, usually the team might take one of those sort of chances. You know, when we went up to League Two, if you gave away four or five chances, the team might take three of those chances. Yeah. You know, what I mean, you have to be that tight. Now, what so you're finding is because Kelly have signed the likes of your Austin that has that experience at that level. Well, now when you give away four or five chances, he's taken uh, those two or three. Do you know what I mean? When you play Kelty, you almost can give them absolutely nothing away. Frightening. Because they're I mean, that clinical. Yeah, they are that I clinical. Mean, what, what I would say, and it was very interesting given uh, some of the criticism that the podcast received about, you know, leaving a boot in, um, was on the on the highlights, you can quite clearly hear uh, fans of Kelty Hearts. And I, I was actually dismayed when I heard this. I couldn't quite believe my ears. Um, they were just shouting, you know, effing do him. Mm. And I couldn't quite believe that, knowing <laughs> that they are such a fair play fair play club. And then that was followed up very, very quickly by someone taking Aaron Scott, you know, completely out of the game, just booting uh, the back of his legs. And I thought to myself, you know, for a club that practices fair play, to go about the business like this, it's just disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I couldn't, I couldn't quite believe it. I was actually quite upset. Um, so... You know what I would like is an apology from the t- the two Kelty fans that thought that we were harsh when this is the muck 
that you see through at Kelty. It's just it's disgraceful. It's disgraceful. There's no, there's, uh, there's no doubt though. I mean, they're 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 they, they deserve, deserve to win. Absolutely, they deserve to win. I think, you know, as you say, you give those sort of chances away. You know, Austin's not going to miss. It's a stunning finish from Stevie Husband. He brings that down. Uh, Another player that's this is that pretty good. Shouldn't shouldn't be at this level. I think um, the the last goal. I'm not. I'm not convinced that it couldn't have been. Couldn't have been saved. But you know, unavoided. Avoided. Uh, I mean, in terms um, of for us, there was there was there was a few defensive mistakes throughout throughout the throughout the game, and Spartans were punished. Whereas, you know, Kelty aren't going to give you those those opportunities. Um, but if if you give them to them, they're gonna they're gonna punish you. And and fair play them for that. You know that absolute yeah. clinical. If you get chances. You take them. It's you know fair play. Thoroughly, thoroughly deserved their mm-hmm. their, their victory. And um, for Spartans themselves, there's they can just learn from it and move on. And, and they're going to have to well, because you've, you've got to hope because that's exactly what Civil did. You know, learned from that, went through the East Kilbride and won. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't yeah. set up the same way. Game plan to Avoid protection. This weekend though, it brings a different challenge. It's it's, it's Cumbernauld Colts, a team that beat East Kilbride just sort of a, a week and a bit ago. So so they'll be in a yeah, a week and a bit, week and a half. In ago. what? The league. Oh, Cumberland beat Kelly. Oh wait, Kelly. Sorry, uh, but where did you say East Kilbride? Oh, sorry, I meant to say Kelly. Alright, that's that's <laughs> that, that that's why you threw me. I was sorry, like, oh, yes. didn't they? Sorry. So, yeah, the beat East Kilbride. So they'll be in a good place. They've had a good start yeah. to the season. A team that we spoke about a few times this season. Uh, a few times this team. podcast. Sorry, is a team that goes under the radar. Mm. You know, no one really speaks about them, but actually, they're actually a decent side. And. Um, this going to be a tough game for Spartans Cumberland. However, Spartans got a good record against Cumberland. Ah, and to be fair, I'll be there on Saturday. Spartans have a very good record when I'm in attendance. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think they've only lost one game. That was the BSC. Mm-hmm. All the other games they've come out. So I mean, free season ticket, you know. <coughs> <laughs> a job. So a role on the team. A role on the team. Manager. No. Right, Edinburgh Uni. Yeah, Edinburgh Uni camp. It's disappointing week disappointing couple of days I think you know Tuesday night I can accept yeah. one of the feet Berwick in a good place a team apparently it was a very encouraging performance against Berwick they had uh, an appeal for a penalty turned down which could have been they've really gone for it at home against as you say one of the better teams in the league which is what Inver Uni do um, again what we said all well and good turning up having good positive displays against teams that are going to be up to high, but I mean if you can't do teams around you if you can't do the bread and butter against your diabetes stars then you know it's disappointing they, they go down 1-0 I think it's the first 10 minutes that they, they concede and they just don't don't get it back it's it's disappointing and I mean at this level the games do not get easier you're going to have to take advantage of when you're playing your diabetes your Vales, your Gretnas, etc. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself struggling mm. in this league. And that's what disappointed me with the uni on, on Saturday. I think, obviously, still got the trials to come next few weeks. So there are going to be you know, a raft of new recruits coming off the boat. But you just don't know. It's difficult as well, though, because what you've got to think is their pre-season has been the league season. Ah. They've pretty much joined that week. So again, what I've said is, you know, things of shape and all that is important. I suppose on on the 
to be a more positive about um, Bernini, the defeats now at this moment in time. It's the odd goal. It's the odd goal. So you know they've so come from the game. they've come from those heavy defeats at the start of the season, and and they are starting to, yeah, to chip away that. You know, fitness and getting to know each other again. So, but it's a massive game this weekend. East Kilbride. Sorry, excuse me. Um, now, ordinarily, you're sitting there going, oh, East Kilbride, they'll look to bounce back from the defeat to Silver Seven Strollers. Very good team, you know, da 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 But they've only beaten Edinburgh Uni once at the last four times they've played them. Mm-hmm. You know, two draws and a defeat. So, as we say, the Uni can pull off results. I think it was a 2 all draw they got at K-Part last year. They know how to, they know how to pick up points against they your bigger how, teams. They're like... Yeah, they're just <laughs> they're just they make it so hard for teams that 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 think they've just got an outright, uh, right an outright right to win the game. The teams that right up the top top three, they just make it right hard for them. You know, they, ah, no, they it's, just that's, it's going to be a tough one for uh, East Kilbride on Saturday. And I think um, you know the uni <sighs> starting and start East Kilbride, haven't they? Are really starting and start. It's it's all down uh, what I think uh, the Betfred really um, having to go through those games. And then it's exactly like Spartans last year. You know, it takes its toll. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dan O'Day's gone, isn't mm-hmm. he? Like, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the big the big summer signing, gone. And, yeah, there was, you know, I think... What do you think, Cal? Because obviously East Kilbride have, have you know, lost on Tuesday night. Are you thinking that's a good thing for, for Ember Uni or a bad thing for Ember Uni? Well, ordinarily you'd say it's an awful thing. Because I can probably imagine Shoot Malcolm sitting there going, eh, he's better pump them. So, pull <laughs> <laughs> your finger yeah, out. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's let's be serious here. So you expect a reaction. You you, you would expect you would expect a reaction in reuni. I think if they can keep it tight for the first 10, 15 minutes, mm. then you know anxiety will set in amongst the support, and that will feed down into the players. But also, what you're what you're saying is, you know, okay, if it was a one off defeat then you might think that reaction mm-hmm. but they lost to Cali Braves I think the week before as well so they're a team that have, have lost two of the first five I think it is Callum it's, so it's, it's an unprecedented start uh, mm. for East Kilbride but you know it's it's interesting we'll see we'll okay. see right moving on to sort of our, our last segment of the of the podcast Callum it's this ever growing enjoyable prediction league that we have going it's on it's not enjoyable I hate it I, I hate it <laughs> the worst thing that's ever been <laughs> that's come out of this podcast hate it We'll follow the route of the uh, of the podcast tonight with regards right. to the agenda regarding our predictions, Calm. Um, however, they will keep the same format on our uh, on our graphic. Right. Uh, Is that because you've already made the graphic? Aye. There we are. <laughs> uh, Calm. Uh, difficult week to predict actually, and I've not I've well, not thought about easier. it. I've not thought about it either. I didn't think about it last week, and you're sitting joint top here. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, Calm. So, Elgin against Edinburgh City. Uh, 2-1 Edinburgh City there we go confidence you know what's amazing Callum right is how many Desmonds was there last weekend I know you didn't predict one yep. and a lot of people got a lot of people had Tibbs 2-0 and a, one person had Civil 2-0 so. Mm, so here's my first Elgin 2 Edinburgh City 2 oh, oh. goals bold, bold. goals alright okay but okay. points a good result uh-huh. Uh huh. So I must not result. lose. So I must not lose. Hibs away to Motherwell, Cal. Motherwell v Hibs. Get what? First time I ever went to Fur Park, I saw Hibs win 6 1. <laughs> so I'm going to go 
1-0 Hibs. 1-0 Hibs, Callum. I think a lot of people bite your hand off for that. Paul Eckenbottom probably would, eh? Absolutely. Um, <sighs> I'm going positive here, you know. Hey, come on. 1-1. One, one. I've got worse shouts. One, what have you? All right, right okay. 1-1. One, one. Right, 1-1. One, one. Right. But not a bad point on the road. Ah, it's a uh, point on the road. Hearts at home, Aki's. Ah, 3-0 Hearts. As big as that? I think I think they need something needs to something needs to happen and I'm predicting it's gonna happen this weekend. I'll go for two one. I, I can you right tight affair. Yeah, tighty. Yeah, two one. Two one. Uh Berwick versus Civil. Two one Civil. Two one. I might go a clean sweep this weekend. Yeah. Okay. I might, go, I might I'm I'm feeling the wee clean sweep. I think it'll be a draw as well. Uh, would you say, did you say a draw? Uh, not I said civil to win too. Oh sorry. Ah, no. <laughs> Mind I'm going to go a draw myself. Uh, one 0 One 0 right. Yeah, one one. Kevin Waugh gives his former team, of course. I know, so you know. Oh gee, thanks. Ah. Uh, East Kilbride. Uh, no, sorry. Spartans against Cumbernauld Colts. Last time I saw these two teams in action, Spartans won six two. So I'm going to half it three one Spartans. Three one. Then you go. Yeah, good result. I think it's going to be... Two one to Spartans. Two one to Spartans. Yeah, tight affair again, similar to the to the Hearts game there. And the last one there, East Kilbride at home to Ember Uni. Um, I'm not going to go for the clean sweep. Realistically, I'm not going to win the prediction league, so I'm not kidding. Um, but East Kilbride will probably win it by a couple of goals. But for me, it's going to be a one-all draw. Okay. Actually, no. Kim, what? Desmond. Two each. Two each. I love Two it. Each. Love it. One Desmond. Uh, I'm gonna go for. I'm taking it a little bit more seriously because I'm in a good place at the moment. I <laughs> know. Oh, you, you need to. You uh, need yeah. To. I'm gonna go for. Dino Isco Blade. I just think. I think. Behavior. I know. I'm really sorry, guys, but I just think the reaction is good. Cal, Calm. You're you're putting at your watch. You're tapping me. You're hurting me up. What's your shouts? What shouts? Right. So how's game on Saturday? A couple of guys. First of all, saw so a guy outside with an England rugby shirt on. Get 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 that tape. Right, that's me up, guys. I'll see you next week. That's me up. Come fill it with finish. There was a guy with uh, a Liverpool strip on. Now, if it was a wee laddie, fair enough. But there was a guy that was like twenty-two. I'm like, what are you doing? Thank God Wrong the team. finished. Wrong Thank team. God the festival's finished. Get get that. But I mean, the two boys in front of me uh, must have been a bit. To be fair. They had the junky look about them, so they probably were older, but I don't know, you know, I mean, I'm probably about 40, but I mean, uh, so, but both full kits, right, both full kits, uh, socks and everything, in that weather, I couldn't actually <laughs> believe what I was witnessing, right, but see the worst thing about it, one of them couldn't obviously afford the shorts, went for the socks, but not the shorts, so he was wearing white three-quarter lengths, right, White three quarter lengths. I genuinely didn't even realise they still made three quarter length trousers. Um, but you should have seen it. They start. I mean, they had an audience because they were like, "Oh, I, I'll, you'll need an ambulance when I get to you." I was like, "I Christ Almighty!" Um, but they had an audience. A few Hibs fans were laughing. Then everyone just got sick of them. And um, when Hibs can see them, like, "Hecky out, hecky out!" And then Hibs went to the park and scored. The boy was like, "You're not saying hecky out now, you junkie." Bar stewards. <laughs> I, was, I thought there was going to be scraps, and I was loving it. But uh, hopefully they were just day trippers and don't ruin the four hundred quid that I spent on a season ticket. <laughs> but aye, that's 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 the worst shout. That well, 
it's actually incredible because I was speaking about three quarter lengths today and how much of a disgrace they were when we were about. I used, I mean, I used to have about four pairs of three. Oh, I was three quarter length daft, you know. I, to, I think I was the sole reason they were in existence for so long. <laughs> they were, a, they were a shocking invention. Oh, right? honestly, horrific. Full kit, shin pads as well. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you they need them if the boy behind them had got hold. Did they have like names in the back and that? Eh, no, no, no uh, quite Burger Mama. Uh, oh, that's a bit of a bogey. Uh, oh well, Cal, we're running out of time. I'm glad I, I'm glad I listened to that. That was good. Go. I enjoyed right. that. So I've been Andrew. I've been Calm. And that was the Ember of Football Podcast.